Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Hey, hey, hold it. Hang on a second, Pat. We're not doing that. We're going to do something different today. All right. Something for the kids. (laughs) You're entering into a dimension where both time and space have no meaning. Where Sexy Mike is considered an audio engineer. And Vader does bikini waxing out of my van. It's a dimension where Patrick the Hattrick tweets pictures of sunsets from the beach and writes hashtag blessed. It's where Jay, the juicy man, leaves his DNA on every flight from L.A. to Canada. And where Dan has made two-top summertime a way of life for everyone. Look, up ahead, it's CKDJ. <laughs> it's Email Chain Theater. You're entering the podcast zone and eat it, Patrick. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 58. That's a 5 eighter. It's a 5 eight Podcast brought to you by Fox Sports Live. That's a big 5 eighter. Uh, Fox Sports Live. Weeknights, 11 Eastern on Fox Sports 1, 219 on DirecTV. Five. And nowhere on my hotel's cable at the Win in Vegas, unfortunately. But you know who was on that TV? Porn? Steve Wynn. Oh my God! <laughs> my, I mean, my favorite thing, and this is kind of weird, but my favorite thing about staying at the Wynn in Vegas is that Steve Wynn does <laughs> he does a hotel tour where he first of all, Steve Wynn is seventy four years old, looking great. His teeth are eight years old, <laughs> like they're big, bright chompers, and he sits there with his hand like this, and he's like. This is my hotel. Would you like a tour of this hotel? <laughs> so does he walk around to each place no. and say, here's the spa? No, and remember when we were at the NASCAR Awards, I asked one of the uh, Wins Angels, which I thought was going to be a prostitute, but turned out to be uh, an actual person who checks you in. An actual human. Yeah. Um, I Not said, that prostitutes aren't human. No, he, prostitutes are, are more human than any of us, really. They do God's work, frankly. That's the old world's oldest profession. Anyway. I'm just, that's just hearsay. But here's the thing. I asked one of the Wins Angels, I said, does he, like, get a script? And and they're like, they try to give him a script. <laughs> and then he just says, f*** it. He's I, like, who the f***'s name's on the hotel? Yeah, who who, who f- built this He shit. lives there. Yeah, he lives in one of the suites that's there. That's the way yeah. to go. What a yeah. badass. I love it. Love I just guy. love that. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the NASCAR awards because we are going to have a podcast history. Yeah. Our guest is uh, the first time we've ever had someone who just won the Daytona 500. We got Joey Logano coming. Joey Logano <laughs> on the podcast today. Yeah. Cannot wait for Pretty that. sure NASCARs don't have yeah. horns, but I like it. They should. <laughs> they that would actually be amazing <laughs> if they did. He just said, <laughs> Do you know how many years I watched NASCAR races before I found out those lights were stickers? Yeah, they have headlights. Oh. Yeah, because that, the cleanups would take forever if you ever clean up glass. Yeah. And you don't need them. It's, I put them like, why do they put them there? <laughs> why do they put them there? The other it looked weird if it didn't probably have it. Probably right. 
Uh, can I tell you a little bit, just before we get off this uh, Wynn Hotel topic, uh, my wife and I went there over the weekend, and we, we got a couple's massage. Ooh. That's on a spice of meatball. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife's uh, pregnant, so she got a pregnancy massage. Where it's boring. I think you just lie on your side, and they rub your bum hole or something. They don't massage the baby? No, no, they don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, th- I asked the same question. I thought maybe they rubbed the tummy a little bit, but they don't do that. But uh, but I said to my wife, can I? Because uh, I saw it. She's like, why don't you get a massage? I'm like, yes, I will. And then I see all the lists of massage. I see four hands massage. <laughs> so I got the old four hander. It was. Is it great. two people and they each use their hands, or is it four people and they each use one hand? Well, it's it's two women, okay. And I thought it would be random. I thought it would be like one working the shoulders, one working the the thighs, one working the feet, one Bigger working the, balls. on the scalp. <laughs> uh, it was coordinated. It was like a dance. It was like Cirque du Soleil. It was it was so coordinated. But the scariest thing was it was all great. I'm on my stomach, and they're doing the back, and and then I turn. They're like turn around. I'm like, oh boy. No, no. Because <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, like that's it's tough enough for me to not get an erection. <laughs> to not get an erection. You sneeze and you get an erection. Yeah, exactly. So So I'm thinking, okay, what's gonna happen here? Like maybe it won't be you know, it's not sensual. My my wife's like right there getting oh, massaged no. by another woman. So they're both and they're both young, attractive women. So they start off by lifting the towel off my legs right up to my balls like it's so basically i'm wearing a loincloth and then they slowly each at the same time slide their hands up my legs toward my inner thigh and just borderline to my balls like right border to balls sliding it up at the same time i was thinking the whole time weirdly enough about nick kiprios why? <laughs> because I couldn't think of anything else that would make me not get an erection more than Nick so Kipper. Kipper, boner killer. Boner killer Kipper. Yeah. <laughs> we love Kipper, by the way. He's yeah, a good he's a really guy. Nice guy. Um, but yeah, I just couldn't think. I just wanted to think of the least attractive. Did it work? Human. It did. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Kipper killed that. Boner. Uh, during the forehand massage, where's Steve Wynn during this? He's like, hey, you like that massage? He's standing there. He stands right beside you. He's like, you like that massage? Does he tuck you in? This is this is a pretty nice massage, isn't it? He's like, I, I live get in- the same massage every night. I live in this hotel. I got nothing else to do. <laughs> He's such a hilarious guy, Steve Wynn. I was reading about how he tried to sell a Picasso to like a hedge fund billionaire. And just as he was about to, he was showing the people who came on the hedge fund billionaire's behalf to see the Picasso to make sure it was authentic. He's like, of course it's authentic. Who the f*** do you think I am? And he turned around to show him and he elbowed the Picasso and put a big hole into it. Oh my God. So they had to repair it. I guess they repaired it though, and he still sold it in the end. Why is Steve Wynn turning with? Why is he turning with such force? He's got sharp elbows. He's seventy-three. Those he's who got turns no like a? Of course it's real vodka. Boom. <laughs> Picasso. I had the same kind of experience. I went to the Redondo uh, Pier Amusement uh, Center with my kids. Uh, it is the most terrifying place. You got a forehands massage down there? <laughs> no. The, I feel I, like a, from I, a homeless man, opposite. maybe. Do you know the uh, old, like, <laughs> chicken and egg things that used to be at the entrance to every grocery store on earth? You put your quarter in, you get, like, an egg out of the thing. That's, like, the games that they have. It's not even a game. You just get like, an egg. Like in. a little plastic? Yeah. It's the worst. So the, the best part was, 
yeah, they get their tickets and they're, they're they can get like a candle of the Virgin Mary for one of the prizes. What? Yeah, it was very straight. They can get holy water. Wow. Wait, was this a monastery? <laughs> I don't know. They just had everything left over from like 50 years that had been sitting there. And then they said, okay, you've got one token left. What do you want? I said, you can get a pencil. So I'm like, oh, girls, you can get a pencil. That's great. You can, you can draw. <laughs> they had a box of approximately 1,000 pencils. But the pencils were only good if you're named Andrea. They were all Andrea pencils with the name. I'm like looking through. Oh, is there a Sydney pencil? Is there a Ruby pencil? No, all of them were Andrea pencils. So if you're an Andrea, go to the Redondo Pier because you're in luck because every pencil has your name on it. And here's to tie it all together. Steve Wynn's wife's name? Andrea? Done. Oh, (laughs) we know we're present. I like the idea of you getting a forehand massage from two homeless guys (laughs) under the Redondo Beach Pier. (laughs) Just lying there, and they're just like, and they yank it hard. They're like, I bet you could sign up for that. There's some sketchy stuff going on. Would you be able to get erect for two homeless guys (laughs) in order for them to take you to Depends on the day. Yeah. Depends on the month. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely couldn't do it for Gipper, though. Dan's mangled childhood. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Oh, can we, uh, can we? talk about Frank D'Angelo for just a second. He has a new film. Oh, I can't wait to see this. He has a new film coming on. I think we're going to play the trailer. And The trailer's pretty lengthy, though. Is, are we going to play the whole thing? How Let's long do is it? it? It's, it's like over three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah. Oh, man. It, but it pretty much tells the whole movie. That's the, the thing trailer. about this trailer. We got to do it. He's got, got some big yeah, names in this. Let's, let's do it. I mean, Michael Madsen, uh, Paul Sorvino, Robert well, Loggia. Robert Loggia. The mom from uh, Doris Everybody Roberts. Loves Raymond. Yeah. Raymond. Yeah. Katie Nolan. Katie, Katie Nolan is also in the film. Also in that. He, yeah, every actor uh, from the 70s that he could pay and convince to come to Canada to do this film. Will this movie hit a theater? He'll, he'll probably he'll pay to rent a theater it, yeah. out and put it in that theater. He... Let's just listen to it, and we can cut it out when we want to. But it's, as Mike Botticello said, you literally get the entire plot of the film in this it's trailer. called No Deposit. I feel like I've already seen it. That was... As you're aware, your loan with this bank is a demand loan, which Eric means... Roberts. Yeah, that's Roberts. We can demand payment. Is that a real thing? Time. A demand, some stuff a demand to do, okay, loan. What's the stuff you gotta soon. do? So D'Angelo is in the film. Looks like they shot it in Calgary. Mickey Ryan. Oh! (laughs) He runs into the guy. He's amazing. You got the weight of the world on your shoulders. You know what really breaks my heart? Losing my kid. I'm staying with you, Daddy. Take a good look at him because that's the last time you're going to ever see him. Okay, so there you go. You set it up. He's down on his luck. You want our help? I missed a few payments. That's Daniel Baldwin, I believe. You think that's why you lost your house? <laughs> we know how to handle those <laughs> lampshades. <laughs> those lampshades! Oh, God, just like the most token dialogue ever. Now, what do you want? Hmm? None. I'm in bad shape. I got nothing left. I got nothing. Oh. You've got to help your son. You must help him. He needs help. Oh, oh. And sign of the cross. If you cry, we cry. Okay, he's joining the mob now. Do you know what it is to put your life in the hands of a fucking brother? Oh. 
here. He's being tattooed on the neck. <laughs> and kissed on the neck. Oh. Now it's official. He's Whoa! <laughs> They're going into the bank. <laughs> Demand loan this, you mother You don't scare me. Stop! Police are being very tight-lipped about the situation, so there's very little information to go on. You're such a Canadian a newscaster. Well, what are you gonna do? We got the power. Just walk out of the bank, and I give you my word of honor. I'm gonna help you. I'm so sorry. So D'Angelo's gonna end the standoff. He's gonna save everyone. It's nice to be great, but it's great to be nice. Yeah. Walk out of here. You go your way. There's your and movie tagline right Straight there. Straight to hell, which is where I belong. <laughs> Listen I didn't this want music. to do this. I didn't mean this to happen. Oh! <laughs> it's not real. It's just a nightmare. Oh. He saved us. He's a hero. I got a lot of money. I'm gonna pay off this mortgage. Hallelujah. Okay, and then it's D'Angelo singing Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I think we got the, the gist of the That's movie. That's the movie right Hallelujah. there. Deposit. Boy, he really held that note at the end there. Way to go, D'Angelo. Another one out of the park. <laughs> wow. Can we have him on the podcast again to talk about that film? Yeah, he was pretty mad with us last time. Yeah, he wasn't happy with us. Uh, Mark Crawford. Paré, though. Mark Crawford, a friend of uh, the oh, yeah, podcast. He is coaching in the Swiss League. I don't know if you saw this clip, but uh, he recently went off on another coach who was coaching in the same game as him. Shut the f*** up! Oh, yeah! Look at you, Hollywood! Shut yeah. the f*** up! Hey! 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 Look at me! Look at me! That guy doesn't know who he's messing with. That's Mark Crawford. Crawford? He can really lose it, eh, on the bench? Remember he went, was John at Scotty Bowman that time? I was like, Crawford, you need to step back a bit. Suppose I don't know if he still does it, but to uh, speaking of some former players that used to play for him, he'd walk up behind them after like a bad shift and give them a kick in the back. Nah, that's not cool. That's like old school. Yeah, that's abuse. I think it's allowed if you're a coach. <laughs> oh, we haven't mentioned who's... Um, <laughs> Abuse. It's allowed if you're a professional coach. Dan Aykroyd on the, the Canadian Wall of Fame. Speaking <laughs> of abuse, I mean, look at this legend right here. I'm actually surprised we haven't had him on. Uh, Here's a serious here. question. Has he made more off his tequila and wine than he ever did off acting? Probably, his, right? His vodka, that the the skull vodka, the clear skull vodka. Oh, that's vodka. Yeah. I it was tequila, it's so. from uh, Newfoundland, I think, is where they make it out of distill icebergs. it and all that. Yeah, iceberg. It's but a, people buy just for the, the skull. The skull duggery. And it is expensive. He's making some scratch on it. He's got wine. He's got a farm in Kingston or something like that. He hangs out with the hip. Right. Uh, my uh, Uncle Brian hangs out with him, who you met on the yeah, we lost celebration him. tour. Yeah, we lost him in Kingston. We lost Maybe him. he went to Ackroyd's. <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to Ackroyd's. What's that? I don't know what he said. <laughs> and then we thought we lost him, but he probably told us where he was the whole, the whole time. Was Dan Aykroyd at the SNL 40? He was. He was in Bassomatic 76. Yeah, yeah, he did He did the Bassomatic, and he couldn't get the blender to work. Ah, oh, because I, I missed that part. Yeah, he couldn't get the blender. It wasn't, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> but he's great. Like Ghostbusters, come on. Are they doing Amazing. the remake, all women remake? Yep. 
that's the cast has been announced. It's uh, Melissa McCarthy Ooh, and Kristen uh, Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Um, uh, oh, and then two SNL girls, uh, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, right? Oh, that's going to be a hit. And then uh, uh, the girl who does Bieber. Yeah. Find she's out. a breakout star on that. Oh, show. she's so good on it. I'm embarrassed. I can't remember her name. She's uh, a lesbian. I know that. Uh, so <laughs> that'll be a hit. Uh, no deposit will be a hit. Oh yeah, that's gonna be huge. Also, will be a hit is uh, CK DJ tapes. Kate uh, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yes. Oh, before we get to CK DJ, we got to pay this off. Mike, Mike pointed this out. Oh my God. This uh, we you know, have we'll to just use get, my laptop. Too. Let's get a close up shot here from Vader. Uh, this album cover, this wow. is real, apparently. <laughs> Nigel Peppercock. Is this, is that, that's the same picture taken of you during the massage? Yeah, that's what my, <laughs> that's what my schlong looked like. Actually, and I like to wear a fresh white Reeboks. Can you read the name of Nigel Peppercock's album? Fresh white Reeboks <laughs> kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just a full Jim, erection. Jim, did you work on that album? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but I I did work on uh, with a band called Dad's Porno Mag, <laughs> and uh, the their first single was "If You Think I Don't Like Her, Smell My Finger." Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm surprised that wasn't a hit single. Yeah. Oh, it's get a, a chance, great song. Nigel yeah, Peppercock. Awesome. Yeah. We, we got to try that. to get the rights to play that on oh. this uh, on this podcast. All right, so CKDJ, here we go. Let's get right into it. Uh, a glimpse into my past, training to be a broadcaster. Okay. Great haircut, Patrick. I wanted to make, I wanted to make sure this was <laughs> Patrick, great. feeling better, by the way, if, uh, you're, much if everyone was concerned yeah, about Patrick. Uh, he's hopped up on drugs. I spent the last year and a half thinking everybody hated me in Canada, but the people were very nice to me. Oh, so there you go. See, see everyone go. likes you. So, oh, we should also point out, we've got a letter from Peter Schrager that's going to be read on the podcast. Yes. he's in uh, on vacation in the Caribbean. Yeah, Turks and Caicos uh, with his wife uh, on vacation. So he sent us a letter much uh, much the way I sent letters from Australia. And Taggart read them in Taggart an accent. Taggart read them in a perfect Aussie <laughs> accent. It was as if Paul Hogan himself was reading the... Now, this time we have uh, we have Anthony Masterson, one of right. our stats guys, who has like the a voice like Orson Welles. It's incredible. He did and, the uh, Voice of God intro that one time. And for our Canadian listeners, he could be James Sobolski's brother. They oh. look identical. Oh. Do we have any shots of him that we can show? Maybe we'll, we'll get one. We'll, we'll look. Okay. Yeah. Hey, so we'll look. We'll we'll, we'll hit Schrager's letter after we get through some CKDJ. Okay, let's, let's and, do, uh, yeah, let's do that. So this is the second full tape that we originally got, and this is the last three and a half minutes of. Oh, it. so maybe Ooh. this is like my second year. Uh, oh, getting better. Maybe. Hey. Maybe. I'm not sure what this is. Check two. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Today I'll be asking people what they want. For Christmas, or what they're going to give. Uh, Cindy Crawford. Anything else? <laughs> a winning lottery ticket. Oh, be... Yeah. Who's this? Okay. Is that, uh, <laughs> who was the guy last week? Uh, slappy? Slappy. Is that Slappy? Slap. The slap. <laughs> a hit and a show sl- now. I guess what I, Slappy is up to now. So this must have been doing streeters. So when you go out and interview people on the street... For a newscast, that's what it's called, streeter. So I guess this was practicing to do streeters. Okay. Right. Okay. Good luck. Oh my god. Uh, wait till I'm finished chewing. <laughs> There's nothing better than a wool Peter heater. What? A wool Peter heater? Is that something you put on your? I guess so. Is that like a toque for your? That's like that's something we should pitch Shark's to Shark Tank. tank. <laughs> wait till I'm finished chewing. 
There's nothing better than a wool Peter heater. Uh, a CKDJ mug. Whoa! Yeah, we'll get right on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a fucking burnout. That's, yeah, we'll get right on that one. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like you're right out of small town Ontario. By the way, Letter Kenny problems. We played their clips on the podcast. Got uh, approved to be a show. They get green lit. Yeah, awesome I saw that. news. That's Very awesome cool. News. Very cool. That was the first time I'm like, no, this is Dan, where somebody's like, oh, something simple. Like, yeah, we'll get you that. Right? Yeah, we'll get, <laughs> get right on that one. I'll give you Christmas present, you wee bastard. Boot the ass. What? Prison, you wee bastard. Boot the ass. This audio is like when Mike anything is on like the board. Anything I would like to get for Christmas or anything I would give to somebody else for Christmas? What would you like to get for Christmas? Anything. Anything Christmas. I don't know if I can say that on tape. Why not? Go shoot it for it. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to get a uh, nice car, and I'd like to give. Uh, oh, this is compelling. <laughs> say the thing you can't say on tape. We can edit it. You can edit it. Yeah. Oh, oh. like you get laid. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> Santa, bring me a hooker. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really helpful. Two front teeth. Two front teeth. Two, two front teeth. All oh, right. Yeah. Um. Boy, I don't what know. about a head in a box? Well, that's <laughs> always been that. Uh, I, I mean, a j- Jack in the box. <laughs> oh. Were you oh, well. baked? <laughs> oh my God. Have you been smoking a massive, massive joint? Jack in the box. Well, that's always a, a good gift, I guess, if you like those. Dead bodies? <laughs> what is wrong uh, that's with another you? good idea that you could use, I guess. Um, I know uh, my grandma really likes getting dead bodies in a box. We sent her one for her birthday last year, and she really appreciated it. It's one of her favorites. Uh, yeah, maybe that'll be a good idea if we send her one uh, this year, too. What the f*** is wrong A gram of weed, man! A gram of weed, man! Is that auto? Much bad things about Owen's house just didn't work out, and I'm glad I'm Oh, that's my neighbor again, Robbie Fitz. We're all over the map. How has the Belleville Bulls treated you so far, management and player-wise? It's been excellent so far. I've been here, uh, I've only been here two days. We had a tough loss to Oshawa the other day, but the management's been good. Uh, Matt's been great. We po- the, the, that's the voice of Robbie Fitzgerald, who I saw at the Pink in the Rink event, and I told him, I said, we played some of your interviews mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the podcast. He's now like one of the heads of police in Peterborough. Really? Yeah. That's so, terrible. Guys, we got free reign in Peterborough. Oh my God. A lot of reign. crime. A lot of crime happening there. You know what they need? Frank D'Angelo to come in and pay everyone's mortgage. <laughs> I'm going to pay his mortgage. Grandma Weed, man. Now, it's got to feel good coming from a last place team with Owen Sound to a contender with the Belleville Bulls. That's for sure. I mean, uh, we were in last place most of last year as well and oh and this God. year, but uh, it's good to come to a contender. Yeah, we're uh, sliding show. lately, but uh, hopefully we can turn things around and get things going again. Okay, you're from Peterborough, and past teams, including Owen Sound, have labeled you as a team leader. Do you think uh, the Belleville Bulls expect that from you here? Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. kind of unspoken. There's so many no, leaders they in that dressing room. There's uh, <laughs> they don't you know, expect lots of players that have wore letters on their shirts in the past, but uh, you know, there's 20 guys in the room, and they're all... Uh, Great leaders. Wish I was getting a four. Now, your opponent tonight, the Ottawa 67s, are a big rivalry (laughs) to the Belleville Bulls. Right now, there's only one point separating the two teams. What kind of game do you expect tonight? Your interviewing uh, is actually a lot better than anything else you've done. I mean, we we got to Well, I think I discovered along the way that I wasn't cut out to be a DJ. 
Yeah, right. Okay, Rob, good luck tonight <laughs> and or the rest maybe. of the season and <laughs> with your new team, the Belleville Bulls. Thanks a lot, Dan. Okay, now more of the pregame show coming up after this short break. You're listening to 67's Hockey on 96.9 CKDJ. All right, okay, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's getting better. Thank yeah, you. yeah, second year. Yeah. Lil Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, it's time for our guest, oh. Dulcie. It's guest time. Should we do the letter after? Yeah, let's yeah. do the letter after. Okay. Yeah. Let's bring in our guest, Daytona 500 winner, Joey Logano. Yeah! It's a soundproof room. It's a soundproof room. We just realized. Come on in. You're right in the middle, buddy. Joey, we just realized it was a soundproof room, so you couldn't hear it. That was so sorry about that. What's going on? Joey, we're not that smart right off the top, so sorry about that. That's a good way to introduce yourself. Yeah. Wait, well, can we? Most people know that. Can you put one of your shoes up? we got to get a shot of Look at these shoes. bad boys. Look at Whoa. that. They're on their maiden voyage today, by the way. Oh, Is that sure. right? These are like, you know you ever have like those pair of shoes that you never wear in your closet? Oh, but I you, dropped something. But you have them. And so I left all my dress shoes in, our, in my motorhome, which goes from track to track, and they told me I had to dress up for today. and. So you sent None of you guys dressed up. I don't know what happened. You guys are in flip-flops and shorts. And <laughs> this is how geez. we dress every day. What happened? This is, this is L.A. This is how we dress So are every the day. shoes cutting into your feet at this point? No, they're actually pretty comfortable. Okay. So did you send Just someone out to them buy too. them? Like you actually sent someone out to pick those up for you? Actually no, no, I had them. They're oh, in my closet. Them. I just oh. never, I never used them. Oh, I okay. And, okay. and they were a gift. So like, I don't know if I'd ever buy these for myself, but I'm, I'm just, you know, going you're with warming it today. up. I'm too. going with it. I'm starting to like them. Nice. Uh, let's like take it. a gander at that ring. Yeah. Look at that bad boy. Look at that. Wow. That is sweet. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats, thank you, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank Very you. cool. Very cool. Appreciate it. Lead us through that. So you're leading the Daytona 500 right near the end. I would be shaking and so nervous because I stand over. I a was. Putt. I stand over a putt with my buddies, and I'm like, "Okay, there's 20 bucks on the line. My <laughs> knees are knocking. I can't imagine what's going through your head at that moment." It was, you know, it was a, one of the craziest parts is that you know, the caution comes out with a few laps to go, and there's a red flag. The red flag, the race. Now we're yeah. sitting there, and it's just quiet on the radio. I could tell my whole team must be as nervous as me because they're not <laughs> saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm like, I'm just gonna throw up in my helmet here in a minute. So I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> And uh, you know, eventually we started talking, and um, you know, came up with a game plan for for the last few laps, and be able to, you know, get the big trophy at the end of that thing. It's that unbelievable. Cool. It's really and cool. then your dad had to chase you down. He's like, <laughs> like, 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 at what point were you like, "All right, Dad, I get it. I got it." I got it. <laughs> Just glad he didn't fall and hurt himself right. or something like that. He had to go so over. far. It was like, I know. Oh, I was getting worried about him. It's a big track. Yeah, is Two there and a half miles? Is there a moment where it sinks in? Did it sink in right after you win the race, or is it sink in two days later where you wake up? I'm like, I'm a freaking Daytona 500 champ. It sinks in. I thought it sunk in right when it happened. You yeah. know, I mean, it's like, you know what it is. You know, you're running the race. When you start the race, you know it's a Daytona 500. Like, and when you win it, you know you want it. Like, it's not like it's – I don't understand how when people say, like, it, you know, has it sunk in yet. Of course it has. Like, right. you know, when you pull in victory lane and you see your whole team there, like you said, my family, my friends, everyone was there. And it's such a special feeling. And, and the funny thing is, like, you know it sunk in because I didn't know what to say. Like, you know, in, in victory lane or in the car at any point, it's just you're screaming. You just – ah. You know, it's like it's all you, well, all that, you know how to say. You hear the radio communications when when guys win the race. You can't script out what you're going to say, like you were just saying. So you just no. scream. 
I just screened. That's like <laughs> all that was coming out. <laughs> That's then, all I had. And then you started to do, you know, you're doing all this press. You're on Letterman. You're going to be the last Daytona 500 winner to be interviewed by David Letterman. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty wild. That is pretty and wild. And he kind of made fun of you and had some fun <laughs> with you. I know, yeah. Hey, we had a ton of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Rock I was wondering, because I was here, he doesn't light. speak to It's 1.7 tons. That's how much my car weighs. Right. I, okay, I learned this now. Yeah, yeah. You figured it out. We'll play that clip for the listeners later. No, that's okay. You can just kind of. You won't explain it. <laughs> but you, he. I always hear he doesn't speak to his guests in the commercial breaks. Like, did he? Did he no, talk to you? it was weird because like the first time I met him is when I shook his hand in front of everyone, and right. then, then that was the last time I saw him. That was, that was it. That was so no it. extra chatting. There was no, you know, hang out and get to know each other. No, it's and he's like a big that. race fan. Like, like he grew up in Indy, and that surprises me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, still had fun. I mean, it's still good. You know, it's kind of cool to say you're on it. Yeah. Tell yeah. us what's cool. in the Letterman green room while you're waiting. Yeah. Nothing. What do we have in there? Some no. sandwiches. We had or like a little vegetable platter. You platter. know, they got the, uh, uh, from the, the celery deli. and the peppers and the you yeah. know the carrots. That's that's what there was. Because uh, it's from the Hello Deli it. toolsy. You know the deli he always exactly. talks to the guy. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, he's done a new thing. He sets up like a bar for his guests and stuff. Really? Yeah, he's got pool tables and stuff. So really? He does it the new way. Yeah. Didn't oh, I get on that show. How do I get on that show? He's always had that. Yeah. 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 How do I do that? Well, we need to. <laughs> we should have what that. race do I got to win to do that? <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna win the championship. That's is it. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay. that's it. No, well, next time you come here, we'll have tequila for you. Cause I, you, I liked how you said you don't, you don't know how to party. You don't really know how to party. Yeah. But. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please explain. Like, what is that? Yeah. I mean, I just didn't never, like, I've never been the going out type of guy. Right. He goes crazy. But um, we did have some fun after the 500, that's for sure. We had, we, I was able to, you know, see my team after you get done with all the media stuff. Do you guys rent, fun, a, rent a restaurant out? Or we went to a restaurant, yeah. kind of rent a restaurant out and had some fun. And, and um, the, the, the bummer part about it is 5.30 the next morning. It was my wake-up call to go Ooh. do all the interviews and stuff. Oh, yeah. I was in no condition. That. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, this is not good. Just pile on the makeup. That could yeah. make it more entertaining. And though, by somehow. like 3 o'clock that day, I was done. Yeah, you're I was finished. done. And you now know, you got but, Vegas. Oh, yeah. Boy. See, that could be yeah. trouble for you. Yeah, but we're racing. So yeah. So you got to We're good. It. We're good. We're, we're racing out there, and um, I'm excited about it. It's a cool racetrack. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, uh, we got the polar last year. Right. We, I, I think we finished fourth, so. And you're we'll coming off that. a top five finish. You're like coming you're, off your a, start a same exact incredible. weekend as that. We had a first and a fourth in Atlanta, and we did this that last year here. So try to be better. When nice. you when you started racing at what six? Yeah, man. Did you ever dream as big as winning the Daytona 500? Did you ever every allow dri- yourself I, to look to that? I think every younger driver has thought about it. You know, you dream about it, but I'm kind of a day by day person at the same time. Like I always think about, well, what do I got to do to win this race? You know, and, and eventually, the, you know, you go up the ladder and you you think about how you're going to win the Daytona 500 when you actually have a shot at it. But uh, yeah, I, I think you know any young kid when you're seven, eight years old, you dream of winning that race, of course. You know. See, I would never dream that. I never thought I'd get to to Fox. Uh, I once had a boss ask me, he said, "Where do you see yourself in ten years?" I said, "I don't know, doing the news in Medicine Hat, Alberta." That was all I let myself That's dream. You didn't dream about being at the Sprint Cup award ceremony on, on stage. Dan O'Toole here. I mean. No, you guys- I- we I were. Not dream that you guys thing. are pretty funny up there. Oh, they, thanks. Thank you, Joey. They they put us first just in case we bombed. It was completely. pretty good. Then they could cut us out of the show altogether. I got a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah we it was we fun. actually told the story on one of our uh, last podcasts, uh, probably uh, right after it happened, that we met Guy uh, Fieri. Fieri. Yeah. I always say his last name wrong. In the green room, and he said, "Go to my restaurant." By the time you get back, I still haven't been on. So he 
while the awards were on, we went to his restaurant, had a big dinner, came back, and we didn't miss any. They were didn't still going anything. on. Nah. I mean, oh, they were like long. a four-hour <laughs> award show. It was it's like a long. telethon. It's really, really long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you, there all night. You, maybe we should talk to him about cutting it down a little bit. I think they tried, but, yeah. you know. Just can't do it. A lot of long-winded people hey, go up there. Hey, I got to ask you this. Um, you got a funny proposal story because you married your uh, high school sweetheart I last did. year. Very I cool. did. Tell us about your, how the you proposal. proposed. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was actually pretty good. <laughs> Well, I it thought, could be funny. And I good. thought this was smooth, but to, to me, I look at like I went to the the place you buy the ring or whatever you yeah. know the jewelry store. K's. K- Every kiss begins <laughs> kiss with K. 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 You're, you're, Sales. Yeah. <laughs> so those places. Right. And then you look and you get this ring. And you're like, man, I can get a pretty cool car for this. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. I'm getting this rock, or I could get a pretty cool hot rod. Yeah. You know. So and and her favorite car is a Ford Thunderbird. Oh. Okay. Um, so when I make fun of her, she's so I, I bought her a, a mint green 05 Ford Thunderbird, and I make fun of her because I say, you're like the only lady under 80 that loves these cars. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, man, if I'm getting a ring, I think I should get something that's kind of like, you know, cool too. So I gave her the, the car, and then while she was driving the car, I gave her the ring, and that was kind of cool. That's so nice. That was kind of- I like that. Yeah, that that's was, a driving was, hazard. Yeah, well. You make sure she pulled over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's or good. not. Yeah. Not yeah, really exactly. that important. Uh, Pull off no. into the woods and yeah. you know, pop the question. Whoa. You know? okay. <laughs> hey. Yeah. It's getting racy now. A few things. Uh, <laughs> discover that you're a fan of the Shark Tank. I do. I like Shark Tank. Oh, what a show that is. It's a good show. I told this last week. I said I would, I'm so bad at, at uh, salesman pitches that I would pitch, I would uh, invest into everything. Every you, pitch, you, I'd be saying, oh, okay, you just, I'm in. You're a sucker if for everything. Yeah. I'm thing. like, that sounds great. Sure. You yeah. think they're all great ideas that go up there? Yeah, sure. I they say, all start as great ideas, it. and then they ask the right questions, and all of a sudden, they're like, they got nothing. That's you know, right. it's like, uh-oh. You know? That's right. I like that part. That part's funny to me. <laughs> um, Would you have an invention to put in your car? Yeah. I, you know, I'm not that creative. I Something guess. where you I, never, like maybe in, instead of an adult diaper, just like a toilet that you could actually just. That it just actually would be leaks nice onto sometimes. the track. <laughs> yeah. Like a Flintstones that. car, you just put a hole in the in the seat, goes you, onto the track. Do you yeah. really think, you know, Cuban's going to like buy that from me and like develop that more? He might. You think he, he might. He's going to go with it? I mean, he might be a fan. Mass produce those? He might. You never know. It can happen. Uh, Jimmy Johnson was here. I asked him this question. Uh, anything you avoid eating the night before a race? And he said nothing. He says he's got a, uh iron gut. I didn't believe him. I usually eat about anything. Really? But but I've I I've been caught before. You have fish or something. Have a bad fish, and you Ooh. don't really you know because you're traveling so much. You don't really yeah. know exactly what you're eating and. Um, and that makes for a long race when, when that goes bad. <laughs> 500 miles feels like a thousand all of a sudden, yeah. believe me. So. Is this race almost over? Yeah. 200 to go. Yeah. 200 to go. Yeah, so and that's that's not good. Most of the time, I'm okay. I, so you time. avoid the fish now. Right. I, I've learned my lesson. Stay away from the buffets at least a, Yeah, at least a yeah. day before I get away from the Golden Corral, you know? We can't it's say anything bad about Golden Corral. <laughs> Golden Corral's great. Yeah, we're 100% into Golden Corral. We love Golden Corral. <laughs> Chocolate fountain, butterscotch fountain. <laughs> Dip anything you want into that. <laughs> we love you. Delicious. You're, you're home away from home at the track. What makes your setup better than anyone else's? Or my, oh, my, my setup, I don't know if it's better than everyone else's. I think some people got some really cool ones, but I'm just too cheap to buy the really expensive Good ones. Good for but you. But I you did buy, neat. didn't you just buy a pickup from a Charlotte Motor Speedway? Uh, I did. Secure, tell I us bought about a... I was at the racetrack and there's a, a 6140 kind of line pickup truck, wow. which are like the you know, like 
the cabin over trucks yep. that you sit up front and it looks like it can do an endo if you hit the brakes hard enough. So the security guy had it there and he had it for sale. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'll drive that home. So <laughs> <laughs> drove it home. So you bought it on the spot? Yeah, we bought it. We drove it home. We, had, it. I, we tore it apart. And now it, we, it's it's almost back together. I actually drove it for the first time the other day. We almost got this thing back together. And... uh just to have it. a little fun with it. That's awesome. You know what's crazy about this thing? So we're, we're tearing it apart. Take, I take the fuel cell out of the back, and there's a big hunk of steel right above the fuel cell behind the rear axle. I'm like, what the heck is this hunk of steel for? So I'm, like, playing around on YouTube looking at, you know, old uh, Econoline videos and stuff, and this guy's got this thing, and he hits the brakes going, like, 40, and the rear wheels come off the ground, like, three oh. feet. So it must have been, like, an afterthought, I guess, to put this big ballast back there, which I thought was awesome. And then I had all these ideas that maybe I should take that out and, you know, I can come up to red lights with the rear wheels off the ground. How cool would that be? <laughs> I didn't do that. And but I uh, thought I had, like, the greatest ideas, and I thought <laughs> then I thought they were bad ideas. No, I think they're time. great ideas. I <laughs> think you should follow through with all these ideas. You think and so? pitch them to Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> you've got the truck now. Uh, you've got the Thunderbird. What's your yeah. go-to car? What's your day-to-day? Yeah, what, what do you car? drive every What do you day? drive to the garage? Oh man, my, my day-to-day. I got a um, well, it's like a company truck. It's a, a Ford Raptor. It's you know, pickup trucks, oh, which yeah. is which is fun. These are wicked. Yeah, you can jump the heck out of them, and it's <laughs> great. So the good thing is, it's not technically mine. So right. it's like a, it's kind of like a rental. Right. Right. And it's like a one-year rental, it's so like you have to like kind of save it to the end, and then you then you use and it up just, right before you give it back. Just you know bank ride the yeah. out of so, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get some good air out of it. <laughs> you're a Daytona 500. You're I a Daytona it. 500 winner sitting in traffic. Does it drive you crazy? Saying, it drives me crazy. You know if how I'm fast a 500 winner or or not? It still drives me crazy. You don't, I mean, you guys live out here in L.A. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, the traffic's horrible. <laughs> I mean, geez, you guys fight some traffic. There's yeah. no arguing that. It's it's garbage. The traffic's garbage. There's nothing you can do. No, there's really nothing you can do about it, but the weather. I would, like, I mean, uh, you guys probably can't, but I would think about doing, like, the night shift just to we get away from do. traffic. That, we kind of really? do, yeah. I mean, That's this kind is of a us big starting deal. work right now. Here's a, oh, are you really? Yeah, so yeah. it works out pretty good. Yeah, pretty traffic's good not us. that bad then Yeah, it's okay for us. Here's a proposal. All Daytona 500 winners can drive on the shoulder. That would be great. Perfect. All you got to have is the ring, right? And you're good to go? Good. Just put a, awesome. put a sticker on the car. You're good. I uh, think uh, here's my Shark Tank idea. I think oh, we should we have go. a lane. Cuban, listen up. A lane for uh, like a high speed lane. Like you got to be going over 100 miles an hour. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You have to go through a driving school. You have to have like a certain type of car that can, you know, handle. Right, you're not right. driving your SUV down the highway and yeah. you're going to lose control. So you like, you got to be qualified for it. And then it, and it's going to cost something to limit people in it, and you've got to be going over 100 miles an hour. So How like cool would that be? Like an auto I'd be all about that. Yeah. Or all minivans just have to pull over whenever the car is approaching. <laughs> that, or that. That's a, that's or a there's point. that idea. <laughs> that uh, sounds simpler. Your nickname, do you like it? Sliced bread? I've been called worse than that, so I go with it. If you had a nickname to pick. It probably wouldn't be that. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably the only but person like, to ever, ever have like, bread in your nickname. I know. <laughs> I like bread. Bread's good. You're the greatest Please, thing sandwiches. since. Sandwiches. I like, I mean, you're the greatest thing since. I like bread. I like bread. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, it was awesome meeting you, man. Thank you. Thank yeah, you so much for stopping fun. by. And uh, come come see us again. Thank yeah. you. you know, yeah. When you win I'll, the championship, swing back by. And we'll, we'll have like tequila to. for you here. So that's the only way I can come back is I got to win the championship? That's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to give you incentive. You guys are great. Thanks. Our cafeteria here is named after Mo Sislak from The Simpsons. And fish is the special today. Ooh. So well, stay. I'm not racing for a couple of days, yeah, so all right. I'm good. I would stay away from that. <laughs> really? I, would, I would not do that. Go Thanks, to Golden Corral instead. What a guy. Joey Logano. Can't believe you mentioned Golden Corral. 
Great place. Uh, by the way, we, we've talked about uh, toilet paper quality. Last time we talked about it was in Russia. We did? Yeah, in Russia. <laughs> so I have a runny nose every podcast. I had to bring uh, some toilet paper. This is the lowest grade toilet paper I have ever seen. That's like army toilet paper. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. <laughs> I'm concerned that you have a drug problem that you're hiding from all nope, of I'm us. I'm going to the allergist. Tomorrow. Yeah, the allergist. Is that code for drug dealer? It's you all crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming to an end tomorrow. No more drippy nose O'Toole. Okay, uh, Peter Schrager on vacation. Yes. Uh, we, we wanted to hear from him. We wanted him to participate, but his wife, his lovely wife Erica, said, hey, you can't. You can't be on the phone during the day on the And he vacation. said he didn't have the plan to call from and the And he Caribbean doesn't Network. have the plan anyway. So he said, why don't you write us a letter, and we'll get uh, Anthony, one of our stats guys, uh, to read it. So here... Uh, is Peter Schrager's letter from the Turks and Caicos on Schrager Mom. Jay, Dan, and the rest of the podcast crew. I write this international correspondence from the beach of an unnamed island locale. Unnamed due to concerns of paparazzi and a fear that if I actually name where I am, I'll have to sign autographs and take selfies with both the island's visitors and its natives for the remainder of my sojourn into paradise. You see, the pod is huge here. Every time I hear a local shopkeeper, fishmonger, or high-performing pharmaceutical sales representative talking, (laughs) they're discussing the Jay and Dan pod. Yes, it's hurricane season, and the rise of Airbnb has nearly put our hotel out of business. But has the audio been fixed on the pod permanently? (laughs) And sure, the local internet connection is spotty, but as long as I have Patrick Muldowney's tweets about L.A. sunsets, who needs the World Wide Web? (laughs) I saw a young boy, age six, maybe seven, wearing a t-shirt with just an image of Engineer Jim's face and the words, Savior, in block print written underneath it. Wow. (laughs) Gentlemen, the pod has taken on cult status here in the islands. Who needs America when you've got the tropics? I agree. As I sit with the waves crashing and the sun scorching my body, you've seen me, it takes eight days. Hanukkah, basically, to apply sunscreen to this collection of skin and bones, I've finally been able to piece together the magic of the pod. Jay, Dan, you two are the Iserman and Lidstrom of the gang. Leaders, gentlemen, and always better together than solo. Note, this worked better than my original analogy to Tupac and Snoop. That would have been a very foreboding comparison because Tupac is no longer with us. Rest in peace, Tupac. Engineer Jim, you are the Dick Cheney of the operation. Seldom heard from, but the mastermind behind all the magic. Pulling strings and ensuring the plan is executed. Patrick, you're our Bill Walton of the 86 Celtics. Once great in a previous life in Bristol, but now just fighting through back pain and doing your best from the bench. Contributor. Vader, for you are Federico Fellini, a world-renowned filmmaker known across the world for creative vision, cinematography, and class. Your film work will be discussed in art house cinemas for years to come. (laughs) If anyone's seen the latest PA show, they know the Fellini comparison is not far off. And Mike, you're our lovable Ray Bolger. Google his name. He played the Scarecrow in the original Wizard of Oz. <laughs> sang a little ditty called, If I Only Had a Brain. <laughs> As individuals, you're nothing. Oh, sorry, one more time. Oh. As individuals, you're nothing, fellas. As a collective whole, you're at least the 17th best sports-related podcast on the web. Yes. We'll take it. We'll With take that, it. I need to go. The island wind calls my name. 
not unlike Dan O'Toole's legendary Katie Nolan. <laughs> Till next week, dear friends, peace and love, Schrager. Traeger bomb. <laughs> that is our NFL insider at Fox, Peter Schrager, taking oh. a much-deserved vacation, uh, and he finally gets to travel with someone because he's always traveling. Yeah, he's by always alone, running into people in first class. <laughs> <laughs> Lovey Smith's son. I still love that he. Uh, uh, he's a big fan of the podcast. Yeah, he's awesome. Got. He sent us a tweet last week. He uh, he did. Excited. Yeah, he was. He thanked uh, Schrager for mentioning him. Wow. I didn't even hear. I didn't see the tweet. Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't even see it. <laughs> I didn't even see it. I could send it to you, and we could go over it next week on Email Chain Theater. I love Check that idea. Your inbox. Because people have been asking for that to return. I know. Uh, I Everyone like loved it. Let's bring it back. Email Chain Theater next week. Toolsy will make sure Toolsy is a big role. Twitter War Theater. <laughs> Take no prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> Big developments at our old work last week. Yeah. Are we going to talk about this? <laughs> we didn't You'll say have anything. A fun time joining me here. Yeah, I know. I'm well, just glad we weren't there for it. Here's the thing, though, and I'm sure you've all heard about this uh, by now. The tweet. The tweet sent fiasco. out. There's uh, maybe some legal threats. An apology was made. I think everything's cool now from what I understand. But what got lost in all this from our old shop is that they, uh, despite having no hockey anymore, uh, still uh, killed it in the ratings yeah, that the ratings day. ratings did very well. Killed it in the ratings. So and, good for them. And then they, they decided, you know what, maybe we shouldn't put the live tweets on there. I don't know why we ever started putting live tweets Because no on. one's going to tune in. Maybe you tune in to see your own yeah, tweet. Yeah, you'd like, I get that. You want to see your own tweet. Why would you ever put live tweets on television ever in the history it, of the world? It probably it's wasn't so live. so dumb. There's, it was live. Well, I know it was live, but there's there are programs that pool that stuff, and most of those things need to get approved as they go out. I, I would guess that if somebody I can tell you what happened. Exactly. Thing. One person was in charge of putting those tweets up. Proofreading. So a, so a human sure. does look at it, just doesn't go through a computer and go. No, this screen. person okay. looked at it and apparently didn't read the whole tweet. Mm. Again, there are only 140 characters. Yeah. We you should probably read all of we them. We use software similar to that for the Fox NFL Sunday show for players' tweets. It's all player content. So okay. it pulls it, we read them, we put them in. So there's like a process. So there is a human component. Okay. Yeah. It, I would But it's not interesting or compelling ever. No. So why we do it is really beyond me. Like no one wants to read hey. someone's tweet on television. Hey, just pull That's my, what Twitter's for. Just pulled my pud. Yeah. Just had a forehands massage, exclamation point, <laughs> hashtag. How about this trade center? Hashtag Kipper. <laughs> you could have said it to Sportsnet and that would have gone on. <laughs> no, they might have enjoyed that. Kipper, had a massage, thinking of you. Kipper, had a massage, had to think of you to keep the boner juice down. <laughs> right after this. Good luck breaking trades. <laughs> Kipper, the best. Uh, we're going to chat with uh, Jeremy Taggart, I think. Oh, what's going on, Mike? By the way, Peter Schrager, uh, if you're he listening in this, if you're listening to this in the East, uh, sorry, but your weather still—it's garbage. Did you see the plane that landed? Uh, was it at LaGuardia today? Skidded runway. off the runway. That's not good. No, that's bullshit. That's that, what that is. That's horseshit. I, I can't have that happen, especially if I'm in the ba- bathroom yanking it. Well, you can't do that on landing. 
Can I? I don't think you can. Lifted a few too many. I might. <laughs> I might. I might still do that. Uh, maybe while we're waiting for Taggart, maybe we could get Jim to tell us a little bit of a story. Trying to call him, but uh, Taggart's not answering. So oh, Taggart. He's, uh, One other thing before we busy? get to the end is reminding people to subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow the Twitter account and give the rating. The rating is important. If really? you want to Where hear more about me thinking about Nick Kiprios while four women run their or four hands are running up my thigh, then subscribe to iTunes and you can get it on SoundCloud. SoundCloud? <laughs> SoundCloud. I sound like you on CKDJ. But I, iTunes subscriptions is the real key. And you rate it on iTunes? Yeah. Okay. Rate it. Comment. Leave a little review. Yeah. Leave a little review for it. Um, and we'll read your reviews live. Oh, I like that yeah. idea. Should we? Live? Maybe not live. Nothing's live. Well, I guess it's live, <laughs> it's live to tape. But, yeah, we should we should read some of those reviews on iTunes. Oh. Okay. I feel there's like a discussion going on over here about what's happening with the- not answering. Okay, okay. find him. So let- that's okay. okay. Let's uh, we'll 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 catch up with uh, Tagger yeah. later, and uh, let's get an, an engineer Jim story in here. Jim, by the what, way, what's circling through your uh, craw? By the way, Jim, the opening was sensational. Yeah, this oh, was stellar as always. Yeah, Thank you guys. Really sharp. Um, I, you know, I was just thinking in honor of our. Uh, New member of the Wall of Fame, Danny Aykroyd. Mr. Aykroyd, I, I did have the opportunity to work with him on a few occasions. Oh, really? Yeah, um, I uh, I worked on that movie Dragnet that he was. Oh in. yeah, with yeah, Tom Hanks. The, with Tom Hanks, yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it was a blast. It was a long time ago when I first moved out to L.A. and I was working on a lot of movie scores, and I worked on the score for that. And uh, and I told you guys when we did uh, Leslie Nielsen that I worked on the Naked Gun movies God, too. That's crazy. That's crazy! You moved. <clears throat> you worked on those movies. There. Yeah, it was great. And when we were working with Dan, his brother was around too, and it was just bedlam all the time. Oh really? Oh just, yeah. Just crazy. Yeah, they were nuts. It was a blast. We had so much fun. So, what would his involvement in the score be? Uh, he just was hanging out. Okay. Yeah. 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 His brother, uh, was in, you know, obviously Dan's way into music too, but his brother was into music and he was around a lot and Dan would just kind of come by and he'd see his brother there and, and, uh, the producers, I, I don't know why. I think it was the Zucker brothers that did that movie. That, I want to say. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was a lot of fun. And then. Later on, I, I met up with him again when I was working with the Black Crows. He was buddies with uh, Chris Robinson, and he'd swing by the studio every now and then while we were working with those guys. And then again later, uh, we did uh, like a special event show um, at uh, the House of Blues with uh, Billy Bob, and we had a special dinner and all this stuff, and Dan hosted the whole thing, and it was it was a great time. He, lo- really nice. he loves performing. He does. Yeah. He still loves doing that Blues Brothers and stuff. And he's just the greatest guy. Unbelievably. I mean, come on. He's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Aykroyd. But I, just like a regular guy, too. Yeah, and he, really was the, cool. he was the guy out of all those guys. You know, he hung around with Belushi and all those guys, and he seemed – I mean, I'm sure he did his share of partying, but somehow – Managed to just together. keep it together, keep the partying under wraps. Yeah, you know? I, I saw it. So there was something they had, like the making of Animal House or something. There was some special they had on one time. 
and they were talking to him about it. And really, he was the guy that kind of ran interference for Belushi when they couldn't find him <laughs> and all that other stuff. They kind of went to Dan, and he was the guy that would you know, find Belushi at some random neighbor's probably, house a couple of blocks away Blues from Brothers. where they were shooting the movie. You know? Yeah, when they were making Blues Brothers, you read that Belushi's book, and there's some days where he could barely spit out a line. They're like, okay, you got to just get through this one line. Yeah. God. Yeah, so the connection, uh, Ira Newborn, who was a famous um, uh, he uh, film scoring composer, uh, known for his uh, sort of work on comedies, Ira did the score for the Blues Brothers. Not the original music, but the score that went along with it. And uh, Ira was the guy who, again, did uh, the naked, uh, the Dragnet movie, rather. Ira did Dragnet, and that's, I, I used to do a lot of his stuff, and that's how I kind of got you, connected to the whole that's thing. That's pretty cool. Did you ever work yeah. on a Foley stage? Um. Uh, I never worked for a Foley company directly on a Foley stage, but I've done a lot of Foley work, especially for pornos. <laughs> <laughs> you just get some Jello and just uh, hit yeah. the Jello, slap Jello. Yeah, no, I, I you know, just <laughs> actually kind of. Weird. We kind should try of, that. <laughs> Kind of what we, we do should here. Create our own, yeah, we, we should create our own Foley stage here. We, do, we do a lot of the, not, not the porno stuff, but we do a lot of Foley and stuff, obviously, for a lot of the pieces we do here at Fox for, yeah. you know, features or whatever. <laughs> and we need to put, you know, anything from somebody writing with a pencil to, you know, a door slam or whatever. We do a lot of that here. You we, mentioned... we must have a big one on the lot here. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, yeah. They do. They have an awesome one. And, uh, where I worked on a lot of the film scores was I used to work at the Paramount scoring stage and uh, they took over the stage behind us was uh, an old Foley stage. It was really cool. And they wound up turning that into another music scoring stage. And I got to kind of check the guys out working there before they converted that room. And it was awesome. What are they? Does guys. anyone know what they're shooting here right now? They're shooting. They're shooting someone we were driving in today on the uh, on me on uh, on the New York Street. New York Street, yeah. Uh, last like I saw, it was Bones. Yeah, yeah. What's that show? Bones. Uh, Backstrom. Yeah, I'm Backstrom. Backstrom's in uh, Vancouver, right? Is that where they shoot? Oh, yeah, that's I, I right. Think so. Yeah. But they have a production office here. I, I went for a walk around the lot, and I saw their production office over here. I was like, ah, oh, cool, Backstrom. Backstrom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jim Pearl, uh, one of our uh, veteran stagehands, he took us both for a tour the other day in a golf cart. Oh, no way. There's uh, so many people working on this would lot. would love to no do one, that but here. Jim Pearl, he's going to have to appear on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, his tour... He doesn't tell you anything about the lot. He's no. just there for company. Yeah. Oh, so you just drive oh. around. He's yeah. going to tell me he showed you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's a visual. Yeah, just drives around and hangs uh, out. Yeah. Everyone knows him, loves him. He's, he's working, working forever. He's like, I don't know what any of this shit is. Yeah. He's been here forever. <laughs> hey, you mentioned the Black Crows. We got to maybe next week. I'd love to, to hear a Black Crows story because this yeah. is a band that I just loved so much. Oh, man. Is that still going on? The uh, the big dispute? Are they suing each other I now? I think it's uh, still th going. Yeah, I think so. I because think Rich tweeted something maybe, I don't know, a month or so ago about the, he said the band was over on yeah. Twitter or something. Well, I, because he said that you know. Chris wanted the, who's the drummer who's now got a radio show? Uh, for Fox. Yeah, actually, Steve radio. Gorman. Steve Gorman. He has a sports yeah. radio show. He's and really good, he's too. He's the guy. I actually stay more in touch with him than and the other guys in the band. And uh, we had done, we'd worked on a bunch of stuff 
after the crows after he kind of that was you know on again off again um actually got him on Warren Zevon's last album Zevon. he played he played on uh, knocking on heaven's door on that cool. it was really cool yeah we got to talk Zevon too yeah man yeah we got to that was an amazing experience oh, man. some cool really cool stuff and i will say one thing about working at paramount what was cool talking about wandering around the lots uh we were also uh, I worked on like the first four seasons of Star Trek Next Generation what? with Captain Picard. Whoa, really? Whoa, and they whoa. shot it on the stage right behind our scoring stage. And so we used to just wander over there and I'd be on the set like while they'd be filming like on the bridge and I'd be like standing behind some fake wall watching, you know, I'm like, I didn't even know if I'd be wind up being on camera. We used to just sneak over there all the time. It if was anyone a uh, is watching a, a rerun of Star Trek, the next generation, and you see Jim just send us a screen grab. If you... This is my first time here. That is very cool. Okay. Yeah. I want to ask you about that. We'll save that for next week. I want to ask you about more about Star Trek. The next Lacey. Generation. Lacey. And, uh, and I want to ask you more about the Black Crows. Thank Sure. Um, all right. We better wrap this up. I guess we'll catch up to Taggart next yeah. week. Uh, yeah. He was unavailable. But uh, thank you, Peter Schreger, for your uh, letter. He Great will be letter. back live next week. Make sure you check out Nigel Peppercock's album. Mm -hmm. It's a hit. I <laughs> love the idea of Jim producing a Nigel Peppercock comeback album. <laughs> yeah. And he just <laughs> refuses to wear clothes. Uh, so I, so when, they, when that guy tweeted that to us, <laughs> I was at my kid's basketball game. <laughs> And I'm sitting in the bleachers with all the parents, and my wife's sitting next to me, and I click on that. What the f*** is that? First thing and my you wife need to know looks is over at me, and she's like, what the hell is that? What are you looking at? You know, and I'm kind of looking around. Oh, s***. You know, all the parents are kind of like looking over my shoulder like, Delicious. yeah, that sounds about right. No, for this no guy. big deal. Just a yeah. naked guy with a massive erection yeah. and a pair of And you know what we should do yeah. for next week? Bobby, our audio guy uh, on Fox Sports Live. Bobby D., Bobby yeah. D. I lent him the first two seasons of the Trailer Park Boys. We should bring him in for a review, Americans review of their first time ever seeing the Trailer Park Boys. Like and Bobby yeah. is a character. Yeah. He really, you know who he loves? His favorite uh, musical act of all time, Tegan and Sarah. Who They're are coming. they on? They're on the wall next week. Yeah. Is it next week? Let's get them on next uh, week. Two weeks. Oh, because uh, next week, yeah, Jonah. we have Jonah Carey. That's right. He's going to be on next week. Yeah. So, awesome. okay, yeah, that. we got to get Tegan and Sarah on this wall. Uh, all right, guys. It's awesome. Joey Logano, awesome. Great guest. Vader, the Fellini of the PA show. <laughs> Unbelievable. Engineer Jim, killing it, hanging out with Ackroyd, crushing yeah. skull vodka. It, it is uh, manufactured in Newfoundland. Yeah. It, where? New, I was going to say Newfoundland. 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 He was, he was selling a, a gift box set where you got that Stones album with the vodka. Did you guys hear about no. that? Oh, Sounds like awesome. a cash grab. And he's got it, wine, it, it too. Is. He's got a Collector's wine uh, item. Yeah, yeah he, he's got the wines. He's and great got to it see all. your new haircut, Patrick, and Pat great to see your uh, sitting not so stiff. Drugged up, ready to go. Uh, oh, can we get uh, a little – what was it? A little <laughs> – Little sketch. Little sketch. Little sketch. Yeah. That's cool. Was that a real band or not? <laughs> no. No. That's a good name. Maybe you should start a band. DJ Lil sketch. sketch. Done. Token soldier. <laughs> <laughs> real or fake? I think that was fake too. Pilgrim uh. Planet. <laughs> fake. Yeah. Ah. Remember the day. I don't know. 
I don't have a clue. <laughs> no clue. Uh, so long, my time here is up. We gotta do that again. See ya. See ya next week. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home. So long, my time here is up.